Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is. No way. Leave it in. Um, yeah, so where to start here, folks? Uh, what a start. Um, what were you saying, Greg, back for episode? Well, it's episode seven of season two. What an entry. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's Nathan. And he has come in. Back away. I just sneezed. With a huge sneeze. Uh, but we're back for episode seven. Uh, how's your week been, my man? Nearly died earlier. What? Yep. Uh, I was doing some, I was helping with some moving. Okay. Um, Bed up the stairs, dude. I'm telling you, like, my anxiety is not great. Okay. You know, I, I battle oh, yeah. occasional time. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, anyway, I was, I haven't been exerting myself particularly large amount lately. Um, you know, winter. Holiday <laughs> season. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, Hibernation. Like, I had a lot of eggnog over Christmas. But okay. Anyway, the, the I, so I'm trying to get this couch up the steps and man, I'm telling you. There was one point my heart was going click click click, and I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't seem right for for. That's two hundred thirty-five beats per minute. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> and then you look at your watch. I like take a look at my Apple Watch. I'm like, I'd flip that back over because I'll be going directly to the emergency room out of fear. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I was just looking and I was like, man, this isn't right. And then I was like trying to like calm myself down, and then my arm was like locking here from just like lifting stuff all day, and okay. I thought for sure I was having a hearty. Okay. So, so Nate thought he was having the big one today, it sounds I like. I did the big one. But okay. anyway, daddy's still riding. Yeah, he's still good to go. I mean, it's certainly more eventful than, than my day's been. But uh, but no, man, it's uh, it's been an eventful week in sports. And just around the world, too, just uh, in pop culture as well. Um, rest in peace to uh, to Bob Saget. Yeah. Uh, some breaking news this week. Yeah. I mean, speaking of, I mean, I believe he may have had a heart attack. So now I kind of feel bad about what I was saying earlier. So RIP to Bob Saget. Yeah, I, I mean, I think famously known for for America's funniest home videos. That's kind of where I yeah um, picked up on on Bob Saget. But I know you Nate, you're more into the comedian scene yeah, yeah. and everything like that. So he well, was yeah, a he stand up was, comic. Yeah, and from everything I've heard from a lot of the comics I follow on Instagram, apparently he was just such a genuine guy too. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like they, yep. when guys were like up and coming, like I saw some posts from like Theo Vaughn. Yep. Uh, guys like that. And He's they, hilarious, by the way. Oh my dude, he is so funny. I'm not a huge fan of his stand up, but when I watch his. Um, his podcast. His podcast is absolutely hilarious. But yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of them said like when they were first going into Hollywood and getting their start, like Bob Saget was like big time, right? Yeah. At that point. And they yep. said they would go up to him like for tips and stuff. And like comedians are usually a pretty good like well-rounded like community. Like, yep. They all try to help each other out. If somebody's doing good, you know, like another comedian is not going to be like, oh, screw this guy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone's kind of. And I guess like Bob Saget, like for people who were like big name, like he always had time for you. Like he would always talk to you. And, like, just give you tips, hints, like, anything you wanted. So, apparently, he was just an awesome dude. So, it's cool. a shame. Oh, that's sad. And he, he had tweeted out that night about, you know, he I guess he had a show. And he was touring around. So, yeah, I mean, rest in peace to, obviously, a legend in, in the uh, in the comic field. And, and just kind of in, uh, yeah, and just in television and pop culture uh, in general. But, Nate, uh, Novak Djokovic, the saga continues in Australia. Um, so, he was, I guess he was allowed on medical exemption to go in and play the tournament. 
Um, it, it's been headlining so much, uh, I believe, because he is tied with Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal with 20 major championships. Yeah. The Australian Open, I do believe he's dominated historically. So this is the one that will set him over the edge as the, as the most decorated tennis champion. But he's unvaccinated. So there's just such a big scene. And, and um, the Australian government is, is going back and forth. But I think as of now, he will be playing in the Australian Open. Right. So what's this medical exemption? That he's received. I, I'm not sure. And I, I think, so you need a visa, obviously, to enter the country and work. And yeah. so I guess he falls. Where's Djokovic from again? Serbia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, wouldn't have got that one, I guess, the nationality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is actually, I would have had that in the back pocket. Um, yeah. It would have been tough for sure. But no, he, uh, I guess, so I guess during the visa process, he had said he wasn't been traveling, but he had been going back and forth between Spain and Serbia. So they understood that, that was a lie. Uh, the lie detector, I guess, determined that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I haven't followed it too closely, Nate, but I know that Novak should be lined up to win be the most decorated men's tennis player of all time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's kind of crazy the whole the way the whole thing's going about it, and I feel like no matter what happens, people are going to be kind of angry regardless. For sure. Well, you, you know can't I mean? win like, in today's day. In today's, well, no, well, no, that's especially thing, right? right now. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, dude, it's, it's there's like, such a divide. Um, but, but I mean, uh, hey, we'll be we'll be watching the Australia Open for sure anyway. So let's see. Definitely. Let's see how he's doing. Most definitely. And, 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 all. and before Nate, we we get into the NFL and, and the first week of playoffs and breaking down Week 18. We got to talk about Kodak Black laying pipe at the Panthers game. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what? The worst thing about this is like this guy was having sexual intercourse, plain and simple, in the box at the Panthers game. Dude, people are are why sending... are people covering for him? Dude, they're sending that video of the up close. Yeah, pe- do people know how how men's pants work? There is a zip. You can keep your pants on and have your. You can have sex with your pants on. You kids. can have sex on your pants with your pants on. So yeah, I mean, I'm not like I think that's inconclusive evidence. It's an undoubtedly inclusive, inconclusive evidence. Yeah. So um, I mean, I also think who's the guy like next to them, just like videoing that dude? Like they had one of the. I remember when I first. That's saw a full on porno at a dude, Panthers game. When I first saw the shot of the camera right beside, I was like. Who is this close? I know. It was zoomed. It was right there. But, you know, we put up a clip of us talking about it. And the amount of people who were like, nah, it's bullcrap. Like, it was uh, just twerking. It's like, yeah, that, it's twerking. I, I, I don't know much about twerking. And I've had a few grinding sessions in my day. But I've never had that. Like, that was, there was some thrust from both I've, parties I've, going on there. I've never been anywhere near. Wow. I've um, never been anywhere near something like that. I mean. Like, that is not twerking. <laughs> that is, twerking is something you see on the internet. And that was who what man gets involved in twerking i mean that was sexual intercourse as far as i'm concerned it made its rounds man honestly for the nhl and for the florida panthers i mean that was that was it's tremendous I media mean, tremendous exposure sh- oh 100% <clears throat> man that's as like that's huge for the nhl the best part about it is the, the box beside kodak blacks was the was the management staff for the Panthers? Like, no guess Brian McCabe's in there. Oh like, oh. I saw them looking <laughs> over. I didn't realize it was that. Oh, like, Caber's like, what's going on over there? Yeah. It's like, who is that? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh my god, he's full blown going for it. I do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, that was some wild stuff. Uh, hilarious. I feel like it's still kind of making its roll, like roll around too. Like this thing isn't going anywhere. And is Kodak Black gonna make a statement? Because I would love to hear that. <laughs> he's statement. gonna make a full on song. He's, he's gonna. Yeah, he probably will. Yeah, yeah, he'll have a lyric sometimes. The, the, the Panthers game. So like, <laughs> I don't know how he raps. Fucking so. at the Panthers game. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Uh, no, but uh, Nate, we'll move into the NFL to get things started here. Obviously, Week 18, um, there were a few games that were gonna determine the final playoff seeds. Um, the Sunday Nighter was the highlighted game uh, of the week, and, and we'll get into that. Obviously, Nate was hoping for a tie. Was paying 60-1? to 1? 
I would have won six hundred dollars on a ten dollar bet. So sixty to one. Sixty to one. Yes, which is correct. Plus six thousand, which is just incredible odds, especially because it got very close. I mean, we'll get into it now. I mean, so the Chargers were driving in overtime, or no, I'm sorry, the the Raiders were driving in overtime. <clears throat> the clock was winding down, and Hunter Renfro was in motion. Uh, and, and Coach uh, Staley for, for the Chargers calls a timeout because they didn't like the defense they had uh, ready to rock. And uh, and Derek Carr after the game said, yeah, if they didn't take that timeout, I mean, we might have run things down. And you know, we, we weren't thinking win at that point. So they had to get a few more yards. And they obviously, obviously uh, Carlson kicked the field goal to win. But, man, that was way closer to a tie. And it would have been so sensational because it, it, it wasn't predetermined. Like, they played the game. They were as, going for it. And it would yeah. have ended up in a tie naturally, organically. And, and, you know, as soon as I saw the news come out there the week prior, that was, you know, if the Jags upset the Colts, yep. then these teams could tie. Let's get into that. The first zero, zero How did that ever. happen? What? The Jags beat the one of the hottest teams in the AFC. Well, see, I obviously took my free $10 bet. We all know I go on overtime every week. And yep. I was going to put it on overtime anyway for that. I got yep. cocky. I put the tie. I would have won the overtime bet. Yeah, it would have been, yeah, been your fourth of the season. would have been my fourth of the season. I mean, technically, I say book it. I'm counting it as my fourth of the season. Yeah. I'm not getting a payout for it. But, I mean, I, I it would have been that. However, I'm like, okay, well, if these guys can both get to overtime, what are the outside chances they just do the 0-0 tie? And then when I saw the Jags, <clears throat> were like undoubtedly gonna win, dude. It was like twenty four to like seven at one point, and I yep. was like, "Oh my god!" Like here we go. And then I remember texting our group chat with Richard Fitzenwell. How are yes, you, Richard? Fitzy. And I said, "Boys, what are the odds they intentionally tie?" And you know, a lot of the a lot of the consensus was not very good. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, we'll see if they do it normally." And my god, it, man, if I would have hit that, I don't even know what I would have done. It's amazing because obviously, you know, the Raiders ended up winning. They're moving on to the playoffs. We'll play the Cincinnati Bengals. But it's amazing to think that the Jaguars, who, you know, have been the worst team all season, they're going to have the first overall pick. And the Colts, who have been playing so well, you know, a trending team and, and, and you know, might have made some noise in the playoffs. They don't even just lose that game in a close game. They got the shit kicked out of them by the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, theoretically, say, so what was it? If they tied the Raiders and the Chargers, they would have tied. Yeah. They would have both made it. Yes. What team would have fallen out? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh would have fallen out. And Ben, Big Ben, right, okay. wins it in overtime against the Baltimore Ravens to book their ticket. So it was an eventful week 18. And, I, and I'm assuming that the NFL drew it up that way. That's exactly how they wanted that extra week to go. I was going to, oh, 100%. I was also going to ask you too, are the, when do they set the times for the, for the games? Like was the Raiders Chargers set? Like is that predetermined? Like, no. Way early. No, they set they it move as a, all the okay. games around. Yeah. Okay. So I the, thought yeah. so. I was going to say, yeah. I was like, there is no shot yeah. that this game ends up as the Sunday nighter yeah. with like, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so week, the last week of the season, if there's anything that will have playoff implications or obviously meaningful games, they'll move later on. So the day. it's just the last game, week. Yeah. So, they'll, okay, so they'll, they're all predetermined besides the last week. Exactly. Okay. I got you. Uh, well, they'll, they'll have a schedule out. For yes. The, but yeah, they'll move it. But around. there's no time. Yeah, yeah. It's subject to change. Okay. I kind of like that though. Oh, it's I mean, awesome. Why not? Man? Oh, for Forget sure. your big name game and your Sunday nighter. Like you got to yeah. do that. But. Like two o'clock. I mean, there was the, the one meaningful game, or I guess the two with the Steelers and, and Jaguars and, and Colts. But, uh, but then as you kind of pr- progress into the night, Games got more important. Right. Um, um, while we were talking about Big Ben, I mean, we might as well chat about uh, what he said the other day. Yeah, he, in yeah. The, in the media. Very good point, yeah. So they're going to be playing the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll get into the games. We'll break down all the games yep. uh, and just give our picks out. But, yeah, Nate, uh, Big Ben came out uh, in the media this week and said, obviously, we're playing you know the best team in the AFC. Maybe not ranked the best, but, I mean, they've been uh, perennially 
the best. I don't even know if that's a word, but uh, the best uh, in the AFC, uh, the Chiefs. And, and you know, we really don't have a chance. So let's go have fun. Yeah, which is like kind of weird for a guy who's like obviously going into retirement. You think he'd be a little fired up, but I kind of respect it because I think he's playing the old mind game. I don't think it's going to make a difference for the Chiefs. Like they're not listening to this. No. I don't think. Like you no. know, they're going into it. It doesn't make a difference. But I kind of like respect it where it's like, hey man, let's go. Oh, let's go loose. We got nothing to lose. Like, and I mean, theoretically, he's kind of right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah. He's very being brutally honest, and, and yeah. I think yeah, there could be a little bit of mind game. Motive in that as well, Nate. Sure. It's in the sense where it's like, yeah, maybe we can tame them a bit before the game. I don't know. But you're not going to – but the thing is, like, maybe if you're playing – say you're, you're up against the Raiders or something, you know what I mean? Like, if you get up against, like, Jackson Mahomes' brother and the Chiefs, yeah, like, these guys are not going to – you know what I mean? They're, they've made Super Bowls. They've won Super Bowls. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're going to go in there and take it easy. Like, this is playoff football. No, exactly. And that stadium here had to be rocking. I mean – um, I think we're on the Chiefs. I think that you know yeah. we can decide uh, that it's going to be. It, I'm not be taking Chiefs. a flyer on Ben Roethlisberger. There's no, no shot. No. Um, but first game uh, of the of the uh, 2022 playoffs will be the Raiders, who obviously got in on uh, Sunday night, and they're going to be traveling to Cincinnati to play on the Bengals. I think uh, you know we're both going to be on the Bengals. I mean, we were, we're fans of the Hootie Nation and, and yep. Joe Burrow, and and I think the Raiders win that. Or I think, uh, sorry, the, the the Bengals win that game. Yeah, and I mean, Bengals, big listener of the podcast, he'll be amped to hear that because we usually very pick sure, against him. Very sure, so yeah. He'll be fired jo- up. Joey? 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 Or his Joey name's Bengals? just... And it might just be Bengals. I don't know if it's Bengals, man. He might just be. He's probably listening to this right now and being like, "Jeez, boys!" Like <laughs> you don't mind knowing any conversations that we had, but I, I'm not sure if his name's actually Joey or if he's just a diehard Burrow fan. Could just be like oh, Joey Bengals. <laughs> yeah, I think his name is just Bengals. I mean, if his last name's actually Bengals, like I'm looking for, a, I'm looking for a birth certificate. Because what was that one kid who sent us? He's like, no, it's actually my last name. Oh yeah, what was that? Yeah. It was like the worst last name. We're gonna have to pull that up. Maybe we'll clip this and see if we can find it because we yeah. did not believe this guy's yeah, last name. Yeah, this guy's name. username comes in and says, "Big fan of the show." Uh, yeah. You know, he's a big follower, long-time follower. We're like, there's just no way that's your name. This kid ended up sending us his birth certificate <laughs> straight up. Yep. Like, this guy's name. We'll find it. We'll pull it up. But anyway, what were we What yeah. were we talking about? We're no, going to the so games So we're on the Bengals, right yeah, on, yeah, on Saturday afternoon. And then Saturday night, obviously, the, the marquee game for me, uh, the, the Patriots traveling into Buffalo. I mean, I don't know how many tables are going to be broken. I don't know how many people are going to be drunk in that city. <laughs> did you see the um, Did you see the pregame they had? Um, just like they were kind of talking about, I believe on like NFL Network, and it, they were go, they going the to tables. Back. Yeah, dude, they yeah. had they had like some highlights from the game, some and they was dumping it like some guy <laughs> put them over his shoulder, dumped them on the table. Well, yeah, and then there was like two Bills fans slap fighting. Yeah, was yeah, that, what was, was that like, about? What is that was like Sports Center or something? This yeah, morning. maybe it was. Yeah, yeah, it might have been. Yeah, I I couldn't believe. I was like, what is what kind of what are yeah. we doing? Yeah, what, like, what is? They're both <laughs> Bills fans. Yeah, I know. Anyway, like these guys are completely lost. That, it, that was outrageous. I, I'm going to be on the Patriots. I'm not overly confident. I think the Bills have a very strong team. I'll probably um, be on the Bills. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's our Super Bowl pick. I just didn't foresee the Patriots yeah, playing the first for round. For sure. Which um, sucks. Obviously, losing to the Dolphins uh, Week 18. But yeah, I mean, we're, we're, it's going to be a good game. Uh, obviously, I mean, I think that that's going to be as close as it comes. Like, I don't think that's going to be a blowout in any no, fashion. No. That might be my OT game. Yep. And then we got uh, Philadelphia traveling into the GOAT and to Tampa Bay. And I think Tampa Bay makes quick work yeah. of the Philadelphia I, I can see this being like a like a 42-14er. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I get that feeling as I well. I might just blow them um, out. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was going to say, Nate. Then again, I don't know what happens behind it. Anyway, moving yeah. along. Um, okay, and then we got San Fran. Uh, Sunday night, traveling to Dallas. Another great game. There is some upset vibes to this game. There is. 
I don't want to see it. I'm a, I'm a kind of a – I don't want to say a Cowboys fan by any means, but I, I do want to see them do well. I mean, it's America's team. They've got a huge fan base. They haven't really been as successful as I, they'd wanted to be. I was just going to ask you, when's the last time the Cowboys won? Oh, 80-something. 80s? Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I was thinking 90s. Maybe 90s? It was Troy Aikman. I don't know. Here, let me. Maybe just that's pull, worth picking up. Let me do. I'm, I'm um, just gonna pull it up quick because I was just thinking about how it seems like Dallas Cowboys fans they suffer, man. And I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna correct myself. That is actually the uh, evening game on Sunday. The Sunday okay. nighter is the Steelers and uh, Chiefs. Which I mean, a few weeks back when the Steelers traveled to Kansas City, they got the wheels beat off them by uh, by Kansas City, the Steelers. So we'll see. Um, you know. Like I'm pulling it up here, but it's just like I I can't read Roman numerals. They're like, oh, they want XXVII. It's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'm like sick. Um, uh, let me just see if I can pull it here. Um, I'm I'm not even sure why I'm this interested. Okay, here we go. So it's in pink. Oh well, it wow. This team was a wagon back in the day. Okay, this isn't that long ago. I'm not thinking. This is 95. Okay, 95. They okay. won 95, 93, 92. Okay. Okay, so they were an absolute so they were fire a wagon. wagon. How are you, Troy Troy Aikman? <sighs> okay, well. I think Aikman was the quarterback. I mean, I might no, be No, he wrong. was. He was. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but no, I mean, that's going to be an exciting game. I think the Niners, that's going to be a great football game. And then the Sunday Nighter could be a blowout. I think the Steelers. Who, are you taking 49ers? I'm going to be on the Cowboys. Yeah, okay, me too. Yeah, I'm on the Cowboys. Yeah. And then uh, and then Monday night. we got a Monday Nighter, which is exciting. And then we get the Rams at Cardinals, which again, or, or I apologize, the Cardinals at Rams, which again, divisional matchup, like two teams that have had great years. Should be a bloodbath. I'm on the Rams. I'm on the Rams, too. I, yeah. I think it's going to be tough to go into that absolute fire wagon of a barn. Oh, yeah. Like that place so is going to be nuts. Yeah, it is. Brand new stadium. You know how many celebrities are going to be there for that, too? Like, oh, it's going to be... LA. It's yeah. going to be basically Super Bowl, like, pre-Super Bowl. Speaking of that stadium, um, Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast, obviously a huge uh, YouTuber. Yeah. A lot of the listeners may not know of him. Probably do. Uh, he held a hide-and-seek game at SoFi Stadium. The winner got like I don't know a million bucks. Like Logan Paul's in it, like a bunch of influencers, and like Logan Paul, I guess, like hid in a fridge for like six hours. What? Yeah, I mean, he comes up with the most unbelievable YouTube ideas. No, 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 he didn't. They found him. Yeah. Jeez. Man. Yeah. So I, I mean, mean, it's I mean, obviously, if you're in hide and seek, you look in the fridge, but yeah, yeah, you're definitely not expecting to see someone in there. That is literally everything you learn about. If in you're in a football stadium, where are you hiding? Me? Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to take a route around. I'd I'd want to like one good look of the stadium before I went in there and wouldn't have to figure something out like on the spot. But I'd probably try to get on the roof. I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to like the nosebleeds, like somewhere's in the section, and try to get someone to tape me, like under. Actually, the chairs wouldn't be down. Yeah, that's a bad idea. I mean, you could just get somewhere's in the nosebleeds to the very back of the chairs. Like yeah, uh, somewhere's in the nosebleeds. I don't know. Who knows? It's. I mean, there's probably some sneakier spots. Yes. Some food concession, like. You ever know, like, when you walk around, like, the concourse at some of these places, too, you, like, see these little, like, alleyways that, like, yeah. trickle off? Like, like, what's like, you don't even know there? what's in there. I even yeah. think back to, like, Call of Duty. Is that Kodak Black down there? <laughs> it's like, oh, geez, he's back at it. He's so far. <laughs> um, I just think back to Call of Duty running around that stadium. Yeah, in for Verdansk. sure. Yeah. Like, that place was a maze. way around that. Like, that place was an absolute like maze, that. man. But, yeah, I bet Kodak Black would be in there. He'd do a good – he wouldn't do a good job of hiding, though. He'd just be out in the middle of the – probably on the, the <laughs> Rams logo. He's <laughs> a nutcase, dude. The confidence, man, to just like, you know what I mean? Like, when you get a little secondhand embarrassment out of your own self, like, just like thrust. Okay, if you're not, okay, say he's not having sex with her. You know what I mean? He's just thrusting his clothes against her. It's like, why are you doing that then? Like, that doesn't make any There's sense. So it's many. So weird, dude. I. I I, I honestly, I, I was so speechless waking up that morning. I wasn't up while it went viral. 
But but just I mean, like you said, he's full on thrusting this girl, and the girl is in a such a stance of reception of cock. I've never seen the likes of anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, imagine if she tried to pull like a consent thing like that. Around. It's like, hey, honey, you're not getting away with it. Like, you're, uh, yeah, we're yeah. not going for this one. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, we're gonna move into the NBA. Uh, I mean, obviously, as we've said in past episodes, you know, we're rating the the meat of the regular seasons in the NBA and the NHL. But Clay Thompson, um, he had missed 930-some days, which, I, you know, I hadn't realized. I mean, it has been a really long time since Clay Thompson's come back. Yeah. Um, but I makes his he, return. Well, we were talking about it. We thought we were, he was back, like, last year for a couple of games for some reason. Yeah. But that was somebody else. Yeah, it might have been, yeah. Well, was it, wasn't Steph? John was missing, Wall. Steph mm. was missing some time, right? Yeah, he, he was. He came back for a few and then left. Maybe yeah. that's who we were thinking of. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure who it was. But, uh, but no, Clay comes back. And honestly, the first bucket of the game, uh, of the, of the game uh, Clay goes in and it's like an absolute money layup, like just like a, a fake pump, boom, in the air. And he drops it in the bucket. And he has a huge dunk later on in the game. I mean, he's just an incredible talent. I mean, this guy's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, probably should have been on the top seventy-five list that was uh, that was announced earlier this year. We're not going to get into that. But the, the the biggest thing that the biggest takeaway Nate from this game uh, was the Draymond Green situation and how sports gamblers took huge advantage of this guy's act. Right. So basically, what it was was uh, everyone took the under on him. And, yeah, yeah. And then so he ended up, so like for his baskets made, like rebounds, everything, yep. everyone was taking the unders on him. And yep. then what, he checked in, what, five minutes and was out? Uh, right? it, was, it was a second, yeah. So oh, he was in for a second? Yeah, so he's, oh my God. he goes through the starting lineup, the introductions, goes out there. Cleveland wins the tip. Draymond runs, hugs the guy like it was predetermined, gets the foul, and leaves the game. Oh, my. So sports betters, there was this one guy, he parlayed the under rebounds, under assists, under points. Put a thousand bucks on it, won like twenty five grand, and I know for a fact that the books got rinsed by that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but who knew? Like I, I didn't well, read up the on the game. Like, I feel like like somebody knew, and like I yeah. feel like they're gonna have a hard time getting that payout. Yeah, for you know sure. What I mean, you gotta yeah. think some insider trading kind of there. Definitely, vibe. definitely. Um, but uh, but one of the one of the most electric moments uh, from that night was the introductions, and and uh, you know I love when the entire team gets up in the kind of the tunnel. And they yeah. get announced, and they run, and they do their handshakes. I mean, it's absolutely electric. But I was wondering, Nate, like, could other sports, um, you know, introduce their starters in that fashion? I think to hockey right away. Yeah. Uh, football, they sort of do that. They kind of tunnel up, and they run out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, but if you did individual, football would take a exactly, while. Exactly, yeah. There's too many guys in football. football but certainly hockey, you could absolutely announce the starters, even in the MLB. Yeah, starting the the the, the batting lineup or that could fielders. be that could be sick because they could have like the walk up songs playing with yes. the guys too, and they could just be doing stuff. You know what I mean? That'd and be people sweet. would have such staple like like the starting five in hockey, and you skate out, you know, with the smoke and just the home team. Yeah, and you just the stadium goes okay. I just I, that could be such great production. It could be awesome. The only thing I think with hockey is there's so much line matching. That, like there's the outside chance that like you get your fourth line starting one night because they do that so that's much. That's awesome. You know what I mean, that's awesome I mean, for it, them. Yeah. yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, they yeah, get their I mean, spotlight. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Garnet Hathaway. Yeah. You know, he's Jay doing a belly go <laughs> running out with a dog on a leash. Yeah. Um, exactly. No, that is a good point. Actually, yeah. that would be awesome. And, like, I was you, just thinking for like the fans that are coming, riding your know stick mean? into the blue line and like oh. getting ready for the anthem. It like, would be pretty. Hilarious. It would be so funny. It would be. And everyone would kind of have their staple thing. I think the NHL should really look into that. They should. Um, they should. And, and so I heard other people talking about it throughout sports, Nate, and how the, the NFL has now uh, increased the amount of playoff teams. 
<clears throat> with that extra game in, in Wild Card Weekend. And the NBA has now increased uh, the amount of playoff games with uh, the play-in game. And obviously, the MLB has done it for, for a long time. And it should be expanded even more. We won't get into that. But should the NHL think about expanding the playoffs, think about expanding maybe a, a mini-series uh, for the final two spots in each conference? I hate that stuff. Okay. I really, really do. Yep. It's just, I just don't like it. I'm, I'm such a traditional, like, I'm still wanting the 1v8 to come back. Yeah. You know I, I, mean? well, I, I can't I, I don't stand really, this division stuff. Yeah, I, I honestly, I would agree with it. that for sure. So, <clears throat> but I, for me, I mean, I'm like you, Nate. I'm a traditionalist, and I, I don't think that uh, the addition of, of anything like that, until it rolls around. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, this is actually kind of sick. This is a meaningful game. You know, there's some some heavy implications on who wins this. Uh, it's the playoff feel. Um, but I don't love. I consume it, but I don't. I'm indifferent. Yeah, I am too. I just yep. don't love like single game eliminations in sports. Football, obviously, you have to do it. Yeah, oh yeah. You can't do a series. You in play football, one game a week, you'll yeah. be dead. Yes. You know what I mean, but like with hockey, man, I don't know a best of seven series. Like even, you know, NBA. I don't hate the one game. I'm yeah. a big one game basketball player. Like March Madness is some of the best oh. best stuff you can watch all year. Unbelievable. And there's a reason for that because you have that one one. Like that tournament where everybody plays a single elimination. I mean, NBA is not going to do that. You're, there's so much more money in a best of seven. Which brings up a good point. The the college football playoffs is, is four teams. It's a joke. Make it like the Sweet 16 and like yeah. have a bunch of weeks, like a month of playoff football. For sure. Like just like the March Madness, it yeah. would be so well, sick. It would be a lot better than watching them damn bowls all the time. I mean, you get the Fiesta Bowl. I you know. Got the, the chicken leg bowl. bowl. Yeah. Dude, there was one literally called, what was it the other week? The Idaho Potato Bowl. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many different bowl games. And then it, yeah. gives, it gives teams that are you know undefeated – uh, Cincinnati comes to mind. Uh, when we had um, Kyle Berkshire on, not Kyle Berkshire, Kyle Wilshire on, yeah. he was talking about how Florida State, or uh, <clears throat> uh, gosh, where did he go to school? Uh, uh, south, no. Southern Florida. Okay, I was thinking yeah. Gulf Coast for some reason. I've already um, forgotten. But anyway, their, their football team was like undefeated, but they didn't make the playoff. You know, teams that, that yeah. are playing in these smaller conferences that have tremendous seasons. Plus, it'll be um, sweet watching like Bama take on like the 16 seeds. Like, okay, we yeah, got exactly. we, Aiden comes Idaho. And then eventually the they beat them. Exactly. exactly. It's the same as the March Madness. I mean, a 16 seed had never won. And then you get a few years ago, I think it was 2016, and then they finally did it. Yeah, who was you know that? I, mean? I Oh. Irving? No. Uh, Loyola? No. Uh, something, their name was the Retrievers. Okay. Remember? I don't remember. Oh, dude, I got to pull it up. All right. It was something with a dog. Um, Just as you're pulling that up, Nate. Yeah. We'll, we'll move into the Raptors and, and obviously Canada's team. Um, you know, they haven't had the strongest of years, but they've been coming on hot. I think they've won the last six of seven games. Um, UMB, UMBC Retrievers. Sorry to cut you off. Okay. Yeah, okay. they were straight up golden retrievers okay was their mascot was everybody on the squad be, or what? like i don't know how white that school is yeah but if your golden retriever is your is your like yeah mascot. it's feeling like yeah yeah um but uh but no the raptors have been playing really well lately uh it seems like fred van fleet might be an all-star and it seems like in the nba nate it's like it's similar to the nhl it's like if you've been a perennial all-star it's like you've almost like booked your ticket no yeah. matter how you've been playing like yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if kyrie irving is at the all-star game this year yeah, you know, know it's like I, the guys I, played two games. I know what you're saying. Even even I feel it's like with Kadri's kind of like a lock. Yeah. In the NHL, and yeah. I still feel find it kind of weird because it's like you know he's having a monster year, but yeah, like yeah. there's other guys. But just to touch on Kyrie Irving, did you see the um, uh, for him to be able to play home games? What's going to happen? There's a fine, right? That they're going to pay. Yes. So yeah. they're going to the first fine's a thousand bucks, the second fine's two thousand, and then every fine after that is five grand, and they will pay it, and he will play. That's not too bad. Sure, but you got to think to like. What? 
How do you? How does this make any sense? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. so you're gonna. This guy's not gonna be able to go unvaccinated. Yeah. People who don't have this kind of money or this situation have no <clears throat> hope towards this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's just getting paid off to not get it. It just doesn't make any sense for like what everybody's <clears throat> preaching for the vaccination for stuff. For sure. It's just, well, it's, and it's you bring up that point too. It's it's funny. Um, uh, Quebec is now uh, going to uh, charge. There's a fine for people who are unvaccinated. There's a tax. That's that's Crazy. kind of messed up, man. Yeah. Frankie Legault, uh, Premier of, of Quebec, but uh, no, we, we're not going to get too much into it. No, no, we've we're made not. it. We've made it. No, a, I don't want to do it. That we we would be uh, reluctant to, to yeah. bring up the COVID talk. Um, but uh, but yeah, I guess Kyrie Irving, so they're going to be paying a fine, and he's going to be playing home games, which I mean, it's huge for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, you know, it's uh, it is gigantic. Yeah, it's uh, massive. I think we're in for a huge trade deadline in the, M- in the NBA. Um, obviously, the Pacers have come out and said they're going to be sellers of the deadline. I think Miles Turner, there's a little bit of uh, rumors around him going to Toronto, big center. So it could be, uh, it's going to be fun. There's going to be a lot of moving pieces, a lot of teams. Karis Levert getting shipped too. Yeah, he's an incredible player. Um, yeah, and Sabonis as well. I yes. mean, there's, they've got they've got a good team. Yeah, I know. So it's like, it's funny. They they obviously haven't been performing that well. And I get, they're, they're actually, I what? It's respect. Respect in Indiana because they're a team that can't win. This is what I was just going to say. Yeah. I was like, I respect it. You yeah. know what I mean? You're not going to hang on for dear life like yeah. some teams I think of off the top of my head, like the Flyers. Yes. Or the Wild. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you I either know I go, rip on them. But you're a buyer or a seller. Don't yeah. stay in no man's land. Exactly. And if yeah. you don't think you can get it done, Scrap you, it. and if you think you have to trade one of those pieces to get to a better point, <clears throat> but that's also going to hurt you, yeah. do it. Blow it up, man. Restart it. Who cares? There's going to be more guys coming. Like, Yeah, I know. It's, uh, I respect it. It's going to be exciting, and we'll be following along with our guy Shams. Shout out to Shams, uh, the NBA insider on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and, and he'll uh, he'll be uh, keeping us updated with what's going on in the NBA. Name moving into the NHL. Yeah, it's uh, there was a lot of uh, weird things happen this week. Um, starting off with the Ron Hextall, Bobby Clark uh, situation. Bobby Clark went on to a podcast this week. Uh, if you're not familiar, is he the GM native Philadelphia? He's on the uh, managing staff in some capacity. I don't think he's GM. I think he's like vice president of hockey operations. Okay. I think he's hockey yep. ops because he was there when he was there when Hextall was. Yeah, exactly. I believe. You know what? It doesn't hurt to pull it up. It okay. only takes a second. Um. So yeah. So they're they're breaking down the 2017 draft, and obviously, if we think back to 2017 draft, that's when they took it was Nico Heischer went to New Jersey first overall. Uh, Nolan Patrick went to the Philadelphia Flyers second overall, and I guess Ron Hextall was the only individual on the management staff, uh, you know, throughout the scouting uh, team that they have in Philadelphia that wanted Nolan Patrick. They I guess they all were uniformly on. Kale McCarr, who obviously went fourth yeah. uh, to Colorado, but uh, but they they ended up taking Nolan Patrick, who we all know is now just in a, he's buried in Vegas somewhere. Well, he's um, just had some injury trouble. He's he's never been too flashy. He doesn't show anything. It's kind of crazy. He was a second overall pick to me. No, exactly. Especially when you look at like Kale McCarr, I understand maybe maybe the reason Hextall was like away from it was just where McCarr played, and that was he played in the Alberta Junior Hockey League, so he played yep. Junior A beforehand, so he could go. Because if you play in the Q, I believe, or in the CHL, I should say, yes, I believe that burns your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Your NCAA your, eligibility. Yes, yes, I believe that's the it case. Does. So it that's does, what yeah. he did. Yeah. So then he went. Even if you go to him. camp. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Holy yeah. smokes! So you've got to be committed to go to the. Yeah. Oh, it's that's it's outrageous. It's obnoxious. Yeah. That's stupid. We learned about that a little bit uh, back in my day. Um, 
But, uh, but yeah, Bobby Clark, he absolutely body-bagged Ron Hextall. And I don't know any, if I believe it in its entirety. Obviously, Ron Hextall now is at the at the helm of uh, of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Huge rivals. They pump them 6-1. A couple I days see. later, he comes out on a podcast. Anyway, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I weird that he's uh, GM of the Penguins. And Cam McCarr, let's not forget, like, he was he was the seventh defenseman on the World Junior Team. He wasn't popping off anybody's pages. Well, there was know? there was nothing like uh, during that point in those World Juniors. I I didn't see anything crazy out of him. No, you no, know? Well, it was, so a it lot like, of it was opportunity. But yeah, you know, you're for right. for sure, for sure. But I don't know. He didn't seem like how he is now. He's an absolute freak of nature. I I, I would think he's the best defenseman in the NHL. It's yeah. unbelievable what oh, he's, he's doing, so man. Oh, he's so skilled. Oh, my so gosh. Skilled. Dude, just like he's... He, did you see his far side bar down the other night? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my and, gosh. Well, dude, even, like, just, like, his ankle-breaking capabilities, if that makes... He reminds me of McKinnon, but as a defenseman. I know. It's I know. crazy, it's, the similarities. It, of well, dude, just, like, the way he's able to break... Guy, like, he's able to just snap NHL players' legs. The dude is 23 years old. Yeah, a defenseman. It, like, such a... But he has 15 goals already, dude. He's pulling straight up Mike Green 09. He's... Oh, he's been spectacular. It's been... Yeah, it's been sensational to watch Kamakar this year, and, and he'll most definitely be on the ballot for the Norris Trophy this season. I think he's got to get it this year. I thought they were going to give it to him last year just because, like... He's a guy who'll win three or four. Oh, dude. There's yeah. no way you can't. He's kind of like a Nick Lindstrom vibe where he'll be he'll be running the show for a while. 100%. Speaking yeah. of running the show for Nick Lindstrom, yeah. he's now indeed running the show again in Detroit. I mean, Steve Eiserman, I mean, what a job he's done with Detroit. I mean, yep. they're, they're they're 500 right now. This is a team that, yep. I mean, we said at the beginning of the year, it's still need another five years. I mean, they, this looks Raymond Kidd's a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, defenseman Mo Sider's a hit. Yeah, he's a hit. Uh, and this you know what's crazy? Suter's when, a hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he came from Chicago. I mean, you got okay. they they also brought in Verona. Yes, over. who hasn't played. Yes, he hasn't played yet. Well, that's Nedeljkovic. Nedeljkovic. What? Ridiculous. Dude, the Verona thing, too. Like, obviously, I'm like... I've watched him for years in Washington, but Love like him, this yeah. is a dude that scored 25 goals as like a 23 year old with zero power play goals. Yeah, like he did not oh, wow. play power play. Yeah, yeah, right. And he bags 25. He's fast as the wind. Yep. He's he's more of a he's more of a scorer than Mantha, but I would say Mantha's. A little more complete more defensively, yep. sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I love Verona. And um, that's a great pick for them. No, it's. I mean, they they've been they've been. Fantastic this year. Don Larkins had a better year. This Tyler Bertuzzi guy is unbelievable. Yeah, which is um, kind of out of nowhere because I always thought he was just like kind of random. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to touch on uh, Mo Sider as well. Yeah. I don't know if you remember when he got drafted, but he went sixth overall. Sixth overall, yeah. And he was kind of off the board. Okay, yeah, that's like, right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, and everybody was like, what is yeah, what German is kid. Obviously, Germany hasn't yeah. produced, you know, a plethora of talent. I mean, yeah. they've got some top tier guys, but. And, and then, I mean, I went back and looked not that long ago. I remember we were talking about it in studio, but he ended up playing in. I believe three world junior championships. Okay. So he was playing when he was 16, 17. Man, he may have ran four in Germany. Okay. That seems unlikely. Okay. That seems unlikely. I mean, yeah, he's he's a he's an incredible player. And yeah, the Red Wings have a bright future. So yeah, like you said, he uh Lindstrom joins the Detroit Red Wings as the um vice president of hockey operations. I do believe is the title. Don't get me into you know what their role descriptions are and everything like that. But he'll he'll be helping uh Steve Eisman run that team. Yeah. Which for Detroit fans, I mean, that the nostalgia behind, I mean, they're going to win a cup with those two guys. Dude, that's so sick for like longtime Red Wings fans. 100%. Like you've got Eisman. Dude, that's like Backstrom and Ovechkin running yes, Washington after they're exactly. gone. Like, it's like, 100%. this is sick. Yeah. Like, Marshy and Bergey running the Bruins. Right, in right. Yeah. Holy smokes. I mean, that what a be... week Brad Marchand's had. Dude, I saw. <laughs> Eight goals in four games. Hilarious tweet out of Pete Blackburn. Oh, uh, all time. Uh, do you Shout see out it? to our guy, Pete Blackburn. If you're not following yeah. him on Twitter, get on there. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say his tweet was, it's like, the more cut the nose gets, the stronger 
Barshan becomes or something yeah. like that. Dude, the guy's been on an absolute blood tear. Yeah, so it starts off um, on Monday night. Uh, the, the Bruins um, hosted the Washington Capitals. Were they in Washington? They were in Washington. They were in Washington Just for that straight game. up embarrassed them in, in um, Capital One. And uh, and I think, who's 26? Nick Dowd? Yeah, Nick Dowd. Nick Dowd, high-sticked Brad Marchand. I wasn't malicious by any means. He just missed his stick on the Unless high Unless you stick. ask Andrew Raycroft in the, in the intermission show. He said That's it was right. intentional. Anyway, it, it ended insane. up being fairly gruesome. I mean, the cut was oh, big. Dude, it was bad. And Marchand doesn't have this, you know, he's got a sizable nose on him, so yeah. it was a big cut. Uh, oh. And he was gushing. Next shift goes out, feeds past it for the one-timer goal. Yeah. Snipes. That was a it was, softy too. It should have been stopped. Yeah, and then yeah, Snipes I, off of it went bar down, but it was off of Van Riemsdyk's stick. Yeah, but it was a snipe. Still, it doesn't uh, matter. In the like, next shift after cutting his nose, and then it, and then he goes out last night against Montreal. They embarrass Montreal, which I mean isn't really that much of an yeah, accomplishment. I feel like that dude gets out of bed in the morning when they're playing Montreal. Yeah, and just he's like, like <clears throat> gets the smelling salts early and often. Yeah, yeah, uh, but he scores a hat trick. Um, you know, within. It was it was quick. It was like within a period in, in five minutes. Well, I looked. I looked down. I think I was playing crib or something. And I looked back up and I was like, "Oh my! It is three to nothing. Yeah. Like, what is going on?" You know what I find really weird right now, too, Nate, is watching Jake DeBrusque play. Yeah, because I he, was thinking that when I was. He's watching. verbalized that he wants out. He wants a trade, and then like you're still on the team and you're playing, yeah. and like he's on the PP two and he's like calling for passes and stuff. I just. I just it's just a weird dynamic watching a guy who's requested a trade and yeah, still playing. I know. And it's weird him too, just like I was watching him back check and I was like so strange seeing like I, I just find it weird he wants out. It just doesn't make any sense to me. For really. sure, for sure. Like what why do you want out of this situation? Like it's You've got a team that, that that has an opportunity to win a cup. Yeah. One of like ten teams. Uh, you know, you're you not going to one that's gonna win. No, if you want an increased role, well it's gonna be on a team that's shitty. Yeah, uh, you know that's an. If I don't know if that's a newsflash for you, Jake. Maybe he's just but. thinking money, money wise. He's like, you know what? I'm not getting. I'm not getting, I'm not getting paid, paid here. here. Yeah. And and I I guess at that. And point, it was a bridge deal for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what what's he at? I think it's like three million. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's. I mean, I, I don't think he's worth much more than that. No, I think that's a pretty good contract. You. Yeah, for Jake DeBrusque. The only thing that really um, stands out to me was that uh, series they had against the Leafs. Like he was big in that game seven a few years ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, he was. He was really good in that. He can fly around. I mean, he no, he can. he's a streaky guy though. Like he's a guy who who will have a few week stretch where he's got you know five six goals and then he, you know he'll he'll kind of fall asleep a little bit. Yep. But um, but Nate, I did want to talk about Evander Kane. Yes. And Evander Kane, uh, I tweeted this week off our uh, Twitter that he was uh, signed by the Vegas Golden Knights, which obviously would be uh, probably wouldn't happen. Um, no. Would be night for nightmare for the league, nightmare for you for sure. Um, but uh, but a couple teams uh, looking to sign Evander Kane are the two Florida teams, Tampa and Florida, uh, as well as uh, as Edmonton. And, and Connor McDavid uh, came out to the media and said, you know, we're going to put past, you know, whatever issues he's had. You know, if he can help us win, uh, you know, we'd love to have him. And uh, obviously, you know, got a little bit of backlash for saying that. But I think whatever team gets Evander Kane is going to be very pleased with what he brings to Yeah, the dude. He's I mean, he's a feisty guy. He can score. He's a thirty goal guy. He's like six foot three. Yeah, he he can fight. Yep. Um yeah, I couldn't really get a read off of what McDavid's you know what I mean? Like his He's, he's just, an odd guy. Yeah. Who McDavid? Yeah. He was just so like just no, depressed almost. Yeah, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it does Lack like of that. emotion. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like I, I mean obviously I, I think I can speak for anybody. Like the league wants their stars to be yeah. You know what I mean? Like personalities. Exactly. Yeah. Be a personality, dude. Like you're the best hockey player skill wise probably of all time. Like just I don't know. But, yeah. No, it, I mean, it was odd. And, and we're we interested to see where he goes. I mean, I'm surprised he yeah. hasn't been signed yet, but he'll be signed in the next few days. 
Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. By the time we're done recording this... I'll guarantee it's probably leaked. It probably went right now. We it's probably it. on Twitter right now. But you know what, Nate? Uh, we're going to move into the end of the PGA Tour because we're going to do PGA Tour and then we've got a segment for you guys. I guess the age Yo. of the celebrity slash sports person. So that's going to be exciting. <laughs> but PGA Tour, uh, Sony Open in Hawaii this week. Um, yeah, they're staying in Hawaii. It's the kind of the first full field event for the 2020 season. we got our one-and-done pool. Um, hey, who'd you pick for the one-and-done? I'm on Leishman. Mark Leishman. Yeah. Yeah. Australian boy. Who was I on before that? Ah, uh, gosh. Uh, you were on Matt Kuchar. I was on Matt Kuchar. And then I looked, and I was like, okay, so it's a survivor pool, one-and-done. Yeah. There's 35 events. 32. 32 events. 32 events. I was like, so I, why in God's green earth would I take a guy that's ranked 120th in the world? <laughs> it's like, what am I doing? Dude? Yeah, I mean, for sure. He does have some good course history, but I think Leishman yeah, was a good pick. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, who, did, who did you take again? I took Webb Simpson. Webb Simpson. His last three starts yeah. at the at the Sony Open are third, fourth, and third. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I dig it. I mean, I saw someone on Instagram had commented, too, on our picks. And they were pretty high on Webb Simpson as well. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. I guess it was Bob Weeks' pick uh, from TSN as well. So, okay. Uh, but no, I mean I, that guy's a bit of a clown. Got to be somebody. Um, but uh, but no, yeah. I mean we're we're excited for that. You can find our best bets on on Instagram every week for every uh, for all every golf event. And if you join the the golf poll, well, don't forget to put in your picks every week. Uh, we appreciate you guys joining in that, and there'll be a big merch package uh, for the winner there, and probably something else. And it'd be merch package and. Yeah, we'll come up with something. I mean, by that point, I mean, when the season's done, we'll have something else cool that even maybe, I don't know, we'd give somebody a select item out of the backdrop. For sure. Yeah. Who knows, right? Like, yeah. it could be the merch package sure. and then that. Except we for the Drake Batherson rookie card. Well, that's not going anywhere. The Louisville Swagger's not going anywhere. Yeah, there's a few things uh, that are untouchable. I mean, uh, the City Crosby. Oh, yeah, you can take the Crosby one, probably. Oh. Oh, probably not, actually. No. How can I speak for that? It's not even mine. <laughs> um, uh, the Tiger the Book. Football. The Tiger Book. You're not taking the Babe Ruth signed baseball. No, no, no chance. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean none of that stuff really. You can take the ferns. There could be a few things uh, that uh, that you could pick out of the uh, backdrop, but I think yeah. it'll be something better than that. And and Nate, before I move before we move into our segment this week, I did want to talk that Netflix has announced that there's going to be a PGA Tour series. I mean, boner alert. Yeah, I cannot wait. Some of the stars who they're going to feature in that: Morikawa, Spieth, Thomas. I yeah. mean, Shoffley. McElroy's in it, right? Ah. <laughs> I cannot Maybe confirm not. or deny that, but okay. Uh, but yeah, no, for sure. It's I mean, they're kind of taking taking the uh, F one model. I mean, that was such yeah, a success that exactly. they're like, well, let's get on there. And, and I think I mean, it's it's like the twenty four seven NHL. Uh, it's like yes. hard knocks in the NFL. I yeah. mean, there it, it's just it's unbelievable. I mean, there's content to be made and there's content to be consumed, and we are here for it because golf. Oh. I mean, they're on the road so much. Yep. They're playing every week. I mean, Sunjay, can you imagine a day in, <laughs> or a week in the life of Sunjay M like flying all over I the place, living exactly. out of the Exactly what it is. It's go to the airport in Atlanta where he lives. That's right. He lives in the airport. Because it's the biggest airport or something. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think that and like Philly, the most right? international flights. Yeah, it, that and JFK and Philly. I think yeah, are the yeah. two. But Atlanta's wild. So, and I guess it's probably more. Uh, the Atlanta one's probably a little closer to most of the courses that are being played. Too. For sure, so that probably has something to do with it. For sure. But yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be a whole lot going on. He'd be literally flying and then golfing and then yep. flying and golfing. Yeah, and then giggling with one of his <laughs> friends. He's got a lot of a lot of Instagram stories with his friends and them just giggling. Oh, but. absolutely. Um, all right, Neil, are you ready for this? Yeah, I uh, think We're so. going back and forth with Guess the Age, and uh, hopefully the listeners can guess along with us. So we're going to be yeah. bringing out some some serious, mega-famous names throughout sports and throughout pop culture. Yeah. Um, and we are going to try to guess the age. Nate, I'm going to start things off with Eminem. How old is Marshall Mathers Eminem? Marshall Mathers, I'm going to say 45. Not bad. 49. 49? Almost 50 for Eminem. Yeah, that's, that's wild to think of. Yeah. For sure. Um, 
I raise you, I see your M&M, and I raise you a Wayne Gretzky, Greg. Wayne Gretzky, uh, 67. 60. Oh, okay. Yeah, He's 60. a little younger than I was expecting. Yeah. Well, he was, I know he was born in, well, I'm not going to punch the math here because I'll just get ripped. But yeah. He's just 60. All right, Nate. Everyone's favorite family channel star, Hillary Duff, Lizzie McGuire. She's got to be 42. <laughs> 34. What? Yeah. No way. 34. What? Yeah. Jeez, what was Mike Fisher doing there a few years back? I don't, yeah. That's an absolute. Uh, Were like, they dating for a bit? Yeah. Okay. okay. Wait. Well, it's Carrie Underwood. Oh, it? no, it wasn't Mike Fisher, dude. It was, uh, I can't picture who it was. That was some guy. Del Zotto? No, well, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, it's been around. Um, no, I can't remember who it was now, but anyway, moving on. Um, Michael Jordan. MJ? 52. 58. Oh, wow. That's crazy, eh? Okay. Yeah. 58 years old. 58 Michael years Jordan, old. the GOAT. Nate, Christine Sinclair. <sighs> Christine Sinclair. Ah, I think I actually know this. I think she's 37. Oh, she's 38. Oh, I was going to say that. Nice try. Damn I mean, that's, that's close. Patrick Laleem. Patrick Laleem. That Laleem. is a throwback well, a 45. from the past. 47. Oh, wow. Good guess. Good okay, guess. Okay, okay. Good guess. All right, Nate. Bobby Orr. Oh, boy. 83. <laughs> what? 73. Wow. <laughs> My apologies, Mr. Orr. Um, Thad Castle. Thad Castle. Alan Richardson from... Uh, yep, from yeah. Blue Mountain State. Yeah. I'll say 32. 39. Oh, wow. Yeah. Eh? Okay, so he was a vet while acting in that. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, no, he would have been 29. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess. I mean, so, I mean. See, I, I discount three years from our lives because of this shit show that we've been dealing with. Dude, I, I feel so bad for people. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. Best basketball shoes you can buy. The biggest. Undoubtedly, size twenty four to be exact. Um, forty seven, not bad. Forty nine. I was thinking that, man. I gotta keep going. I gotta go with my gut. Stupid, John Elway. John Elway. John Elway, sixty one. Bang! No way. Right on the dot. That's absolutely. Let's feast. go. That's what we play for. Okay. First, wow, what a guess. Okay, Nate. Lydia Ko. Lydia Ko. This could be surprising. Okay, so I'm assuming she's younger than I think from that. I'm going to say 23. Not bad. 24. I was going to say 24. <laughs> okay. I'm actually going to lose it. Okay. Oh, my God, dude. I could have had three. Uh, this is milky. <laughs> what? I was going to say it. I know. It's such a milk. It's like there's no shot. Bob Barker. <laughs> uh, 82. <laughs> 98. Oh, he's not. Yeah, he's 98. Holy moly. Yeah. I remember seeing Bob, that. I mean, Bobby looking good for 98. Um, yeah. <laughs> BJ Singh. 41. 58. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to say it. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, shoot, where am I? Mark andre Fleury. Mark andre Fleury is 36. He's 37. Oh, kind of buzzing, though. Okay. Kind of buzzing, though. Uh, Haley Wickenizer. Shh. 46. 43. Not bad. Stupid. Elton John. 
Elton John. <laughs> 54. 74. Whoa! Helm, you're looking fantastic, my yeah, guy. Yeah, he is looking good. Whoa! Uh, Peyton go. Manning. He is undoubtedly 43 years old. 45. Dude. Mm. You were thinking so that? Close. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I hate this segment. Um, Rodrigo Blankenship. 27. 24. No, he's a young buck. Not bad for that kick. Dominic Hasek. Dominic Hasek is 52. He's 56. Jeez. Jesus. Last one. Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus has got to be 64. He's 60. Oh, wow. I mean, uh, all right. not a bad run. I that mean, we went through good. 20, and uh, Greg got one on the dot, so he's up one nothing. Yeah, we'll so bring that back in a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep the scores updated. For sure. Um, but listen. Listen, we appreciate you guys listening as always. So, you know, we got some uh, exciting news coming. Uh, the studios continue to be developed. Um, you know, we got some fun YouTube segments coming. Obviously, follow us on all of our social platforms. But, Nate, we will catch you guys on Monday. Monday morning. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. We're dealing with my sneeze at the beginning. And Greg is probably self-testing.